Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to this spring life. My name is Caleb Blue. This is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. It's the second Sunday in the year 2022 and I'm excited to be with you today. Um, I want to say a big thank you to the Lord. Father, I thank you for today. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your presence. And as you made known in our midst this day, Father, I give you all the glory. This is your day. This is your service. <clears throat> Lord, this is your service. Father, therefore, as we gather today, we'll lift up your name higher. We exalt your name. We'll say, receive all majesty. Receive all the glory. Receive all adorations. Let your name be exalted. Let your name be magnified. For indeed, there is none like you, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. We'll just finish our prayers for me. It was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful word of God. Um, during the, the, those periods, so go to uh, uh, either go to Twitter at PSKalebleo or um, or you go on social media on Facebook and YouTube, Kalebleo um, TV and um, Day Spring Life, and then you'll be able to get these resources and you'll be able to watch them over and over again. What God is doing in our midst, what God has done during those days. Praise the name of Jesus. And I'm and I'm glad and excited to be reaching out to you regularly with the word of God every other day. It's indeed a pleasure. It's indeed wonderful. And I pray that uh, we'll be able to reach out to you more effectively this year, 2022. And the Lord will indeed bless us. Now we are back to our regular service schedule, Sundays and Wednesdays at 12 noon. And there will be other events coming up. And I'm going to make announcements of them as they come close. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, I will make an aspect on time as well so you can be a partaker of what God is doing in the house. Now, today, I'm still on Holy Spirit, my helper. Today, we're going to be discussing benefits of walking in the Spirit. On Wednesday, we would focus on walking in the Spirit, you know, because this month we're looking at Holy Spirit, our helper, and how we can take advantage of the help of the Holy Spirit. But today, we are looking at benefits of walking in the Spirit. Benefits of walking in the Spirit. The spirit. What are the benefits of having a relationship with the Holy Ghost? What are the benefits of having the Holy Ghost as your helper? What are the benefits of working daily in the Spirit of God? Now, of course, there are benefits attached to it. Now, let's see Romans. Let's see some scriptures in the Bible, and then I'm going to list ten benefits of working in the Spirit. Romans chapter eight, verse one and two. Romans chapter eight, verse one and two. The Bible says, "There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law, the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, had made me free from the law of sin and death." So the Bible says that there is now no more condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So because we walk in the Spirit, there is now no more condemnation for us. Praise the name of Jesus. Let's see verse 11. It says, But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. So if the Holy Ghost dwells in you, that means he will bring to life every part of your body. Verse 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So because you are led by God's Spirit, you are God's Son. And verse 19 says, For the earnest expectation of the creature uh, waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Excuse me. <coughs> for we are awaiting the manifestation of the sons of God. As the, we are waiting the manifestation, the sons of God will manifest. They are God's spirit, fear the spirit of God. Jude, Jude 
verse 20, Jude have just one chapter. Jude verse 20 says, But ye beloved, building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Uh, build up your most holy faith, how? By praying in the Spirit. Praise the Lord. That's part of the ways of walking in the Spirit, praying in tongues. We're going to do a bit more emphasis on that next month. And then Galatians chapter 5, verse 17 uh, says, For the flesh lusted against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. And verse 22 then says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. 23, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And then verse 25, If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Now, walking in the Spirit. Now, these scriptures I read now, I'm going to... Um, I like them up as I list as I list 10, 10 benefits of working in the spirit. Praise the Lord. They are all captured within the scripture I, I read right now. But working in the spirit is living your life based on the spirit. You live your life based on the fruits of the spirit. Praise the Lord. And that is what we'll do on Wednesday. We're going to start that on Wednesday. Hopefully we'll run that up within the spirit, um, the fruits of the spirit or working in the spirit. So but working in the spirit is living based on these fruits. Praise the name of Jesus. And then we'll try to analyze who the Spirit is, uh, how we can partner with the Holy Ghost, how we partner with the Holy Ghost, how we receive the promise. Now, I'm going to focus on the benefits first of walking in the Spirit before Wednesday will now begin to look at the ways, practical step-by-step ways we'll begin to walk in the, in the Spirit, walk by the Holy Ghost. We are, we are going to begin to yield the fruit, live based on the fruits of the Spirit of God that lives in us. Praise the Lord, because as, as, a born, as one who is born again, you have the Spirit of God in you. You have God's Spirit living inside of you. So by Wednesday, we're going to begin to list step-by-step attitudes, fruits that we are meant to begin to give better. We are meant to begin to yield as those who are partakers of the promise, those who have the Holy Ghost in them. Praise the Lord. There are certain kind of fruits that we've been enabled and we have the ability to bear. And we're going to begin to bear that starting from Wednesday. We're going to begin to list those fruits. And, and then we're going to go begin to live based on these fruits. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. But today we're going to look at the benefits of walking in the Spirit. The benefits of partnering with the Holy Ghost, if you may. The benefits of, of the results of partnership with the Holy Ghost. The results of having the Holy Ghost in you and walking with Him one-on-one. Praise the name of Jesus. The results of being spirit-filled and spirit-led, being led by the Holy Ghost. The results of being led by the Holy Ghost. Now, you allow the Holy Ghost to lead you on a daily basis. The Bible says those who are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. And the Scripture also says that if you do not have the Holy Ghost, you are not one of us. So for being one of us, there are certain benefits that are attached to it. And as a good businessman, as an astute businessman, I need you to first of all understand the benefits. Praise the name of Jesus. So you will know the benefits of what you are engaging in. The benefits of being a partaker of the Spirit of God. A partaker of the promise which the Father has made available unto us, his sons. Now the very first benefit is relief from the heavy load of law and condemnation. Now the Spirit of God comes along with grace. And the grace that comes along relieves us from the law of sin and death. Now we're going to come to law of sin and death. But it relieves us from the law and condemnation praise the lord praise the lord the bible says that now therefore there is no there is no more condemnation to those who are in christ 
Jesus that we are no more under any form of condemnation. We have been relieved from the heavy load of the law. Praise the name of Jesus. So God is no more expecting us to keep the laws he gave to the Israelites. Not anymore. As a matter of fact, the disciples, when they had a conference in, in Jerusalem about what the Gentiles should do or how they should follow the Lord, if they should keep the law, they said, we won't put this kind of burden upon these people. Being that we as Jews, we are even unable to effectively keep this law, so we can't bring this burden into this new life. And they said, no, we'll just tell them a few things. One, don't eat what's sacrificed to idols. Don't commit fornication, of course. That's basic. Um, don't worship idols and don't eat blood. Praise the Lord. Just these four things I, I note that they mentioned. Don't eat blood. Right? Our God never jokes with it. Don't ever eat blood. That, that is not too much to ask. Of course, cook your meals. Praise the Lord. If you want to be a vegetarian, fantastic. Paul said if you be a vegetarian, that's okay. If you're going to eat meat, no problem. Nobody should judge anybody. If you eat meat that have uh, four legs, fantastic. The ones that have two legs, fantastic. The ones that have a shoe, fantastic. The ones that don't have, fantastic. The ones that have scales, okay. The ones that don't have scales, okay. If you eat the ones that are slippery, oh, it's, oh, it's all right. All he says is, don't eat blood. And of course, don't eat food man flesh, because that goes along with blood. Don't eat human flesh, it is sacred. Don't eat blood. This is basic. This is basic that God gave for us as believers. Don't eat blood. And then secondly, don't commit fornication. It's basic. Your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. So you don't go around defiling the temple of God. So don't commit fornication. Don't commit adultery if you're married. Don't, don't do that. And then thirdly, don't worship idols praise the name of jesus you don't you can't bow down to god and bow down to money and bow down to any other any other i don't know you don't you don't have two masters you can only serve one either you serve god or you serve mammon as in money is that you serve god or you serve the things of this world now you see money is not a sin Money is not the root of evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. And it is that love of money is where people begin to put money ahead of God. That's why people can do anything. In our society today, people can do as much as uh, becoming fraudsters, as much as um, oil bunkery, um, doing money, doing ritual, just to get money. Corruption, cheating others, taking, taking, uh, committing injustice, and all manner of evil, just to have money, that is where the love for money becomes the root of all evil. And that's why people begin to make money their God. God says, no, you can't serve me and money. At the same time, you, you have to put me ahead of money. You can't serve me and any other small, small thing, small idol in your neighborhood. No, you put me ahead of them. Praise the name of Jesus. And then, fourthly, Paul let us say, this is optional. Don't eat what sacrifice to idols. Paul said, of course, everything is blessed by God. So if I don't go to the market and ask them, did you sacrifice this meat and bind to an idol? Praise the name of Jesus. Or if I go to an idol worshiper and he sells me a meal, sacrifice to idol, even if I, I know he did that, he says, of course, you, it doesn't matter. If your conscience doesn't blame you, you can eat that. It, it has nothing at all. But Paul says, but if you are with someone who you feel will not understand, no, don't eat it because of him. Praise the name of Jesus. He said, every, uh, he said don't eat it because of the next person, not because of you. That if your conscience will permit you or you believe your next brother will not feel okay, then don't eat it. But he said, if not order, not if not that, then don't even ask Pastor where it's coming from. Just bless the food and eat. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. That means if they give you what is sacrificed to idol, there is poison inside. He's saying, as long as you don't feel condemnation in your heart or you don't feel you should not eat that one, bless it and eat it. Give thanks and eat it. Praise the Lord. Eat it. The Bible says if you eat any deadly thing, it will not hurt, it will not hurt you. It is not what enters the mouth that defies a man, but what comes out of the man. So there are just three basic three basic laws that is left. That means that we are no more bound by the heavy duty, heavy load of the law. You just have three basic things. Fornication, don't do that or adultery, 
uh, that's sex assault, marriage, uh, worship of idols, and eating of blood or human flesh. These are basic. There are other things God will put in your heart. He said, I will write my law in your heart. There are other things you put in your heart. Don't do this, do this, don't do this. But basically, uh, they are all personal. They are all made majority of them are all personal. Praise the Lord. The burden of the law he has taken away. That's what the Bible says. There is therefore now no more condemnation to those who are now in Christ Jesus. You are no more living in condemnation. Praise the name of Jesus. And then, and then the second benefit of walking in the spirit is we are free from sin and death. Praise the Lord. We are no more on the bondage of sin. We are no more bound, slaves to sin. No, we are now slaves to righteousness. Praise the name of Jesus. So sin does not have dominion over us anymore. Romans 6 verse 4 says, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. That means we now walk in the newness of life. We are no more walking based on sin and death. We are no more walking in fear of sin and death. No, now we walk in the newness of life. Bible says, for the law of the spirit of life has made us free from the law of sin and death. That means sin and death has no more dominion over us. Praise God. That's why the Bible says that those who are in Christ do not sin. We cannot, we don't have the ability to continue practicing sin. That means sin is no more a habit. It's no more a pattern. Those who are not in Christ, who don't walk in the spirit, sin is a pattern for them. I'm not, we won't be surprised if they walk in sin. But because we now walk in the spirit, sin is no longer a pattern. It's no longer a habit. We are no more in a practice. Whenever we do wrong, we commit sin, our conscience will blame us because this is no more a part of us. Praise the name of Jesus. That's number two benefit. We are now free from sin. We are no more slaves to sin. Benefit number three is visible growth in your Christian life. You see yourself growing in Christ. You begin to grow in your Christian life. The Bible says, as newborn babes desire the sincere make of the world. As you listen to the word as a newborn who have the spirit of God in you, you begin to grow. You begin to grow. Romans 3 verse 4. God forbid, yea, let God be true by every man a liar. As it is written, thou, that thou mightest be justified in the saying, and mightest overcome when thou art just. Praise the name of Jesus. But you see, it's important for you to note this, that as you become a believer, and I'm supposed to read verse 24, not verse 3. Verse 4, verse 24 says, Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption, this is, that is, in Christ Jesus, you've been justified freely, so you begin to grow in your life. You begin to grow in your Christian life daily. You begin to grow in your walk with Christ. You begin to grow on a daily basis. So there is visible growth. Visible. Men can see it because they begin to see you manifesting the fruits of the Spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. That is where you become mature. As you begin to manifest the fruit of the Spirit daily. As begin to manifest the fruit of the spirit daily in your affairs. Romans chapter 8, verse 6 says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Now, the fourth benefit is guaranteed life and peace. Guaranteed, you are guaranteed life and peace. The Bible says carnally minded is death, but when you are spiritually minded, you have life and peace. Peace that passes all understanding, peace that men cannot explain. They cannot explain it. They just can't tell, but you just feel at peace in the midst of the storm. The kind of peace Jesus had when there was storm and the disciples were running around looking for help. He was asleep because he had peace. 
they had to ask him, Lord, are you not bothered that we might perish? But he knew that because he was in the boat, he cannot perish. So there was peace in his heart. For the name of Jesus, the same peace Paul had when he was about to face shipwreck. He told the people, this ship will wreck, but don't be afraid. Anybody that is in this boat will not die. God will keep everyone safe. He had that assurance. That is the peace that passes understanding. And he had life guaranteed. Praise the Lord. Not just life in heaven, eternal life, but life here on earth. Guaranteed. He's certain. You know, there is this assurance that comes. That though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you fear not evil. Why? For thou art with me, because God is with you, his rock and his staff, they comfort you. He prepares a table for you in the presence of his enemy. God does not prepare a table for you hidden where your enemies cannot sit. So when people begin to say, over my dead body, you will live. Tell them, not over, you will live to see me prosper. Because the Bible says that in the presence of my enemies, he will prepare a table for me. So that they will see me enjoying the goodness of God. Praise the name of Jesus. So they will see me enjoying God's goodness. They will see me celebrating in what God is doing and what God has done in my life. Hallelujah. So the Bible says here that you are guaranteed life and you are guaranteed peace. You are guaranteed what? Life and peace. Oh, kahadaboshadadasa. Hallelujah. And then this, the, 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 fifth, the fifth benefit you get is change in your language. Change in your language. In Romans chapter 8 verse 3, the Bible says, For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin commanded sin in the flesh. Praise the Lord. So God commanded sin in the flesh. And then that means there was a change in the way you began, you began to speak. A change in your understanding. A change in your concept of who God is. A change in your concept of life. A change in your view. A change in how you see things happening around you. A change in what you see that happens everywhere you go or everywhere you go. A change in your language. A change in your understanding of God. Praise the name of Jesus. There is a change there. And then the sixth benefit is it redefines how you express love and delight in truth in all circumstances. You see, the way you define love before will begin to change. You, you no more define love based on what the people do for you. No, you define love now based on the love of God in your heart that has been shed abroad. For the name of Jesus. You now delight in truth. No matter the circumstances, you stand for justice and for all these rights. You see, people in the world, most people, of course, there have been those who are not in Christ that have stood up for the truth, which is commendable. But most people who have who stand for the truth are those who their hearts have been redefined. I understand there are those who claim that their hearts are redefined and then they don't stand for the truth. These ones are deceivers of themselves. Praise the name of Jesus. If you don't stand for the truth, you are deceiving yourself. If you practice corruption and your heart does not judge you, you are not in Christ. If you're in Christ, you will do what is right. And if you do what is wrong, your heart will judge you and will move you to make amends. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. So let's stop deceiving ourselves in this country when we say uh, they are Christians and they're taking breath. A Christian, you're taking breath and your heart does not prick you. I wonder where your own Christianity is coming from. A Christian and you're doing injustice and your heart does not prick you. Your heart doesn't tell you it is wrong and you don't make amends. You are no Christian at all. You are simply deceiving yourself, carrying the badge of Christianity. It's just a badge you bear. 
Because you, God will shock most of us in the church. Because you'll be in the church. Bible judgment to start from here. You'll be in the church and you don't do what is right. And you think God will watch you and, and let you know he can't take you in. Because you are making sin a practice. So you have no place in God. You can't be making sin a practice, a, a habit. And you think you are a believer. You are no believer. The moment you become a believer, sin is no more a practice. When you sin, immediately your heart tells you this is wrong, and then you turn to God. So when your heart stops judging you, uh, watch out, that's apostasy you're getting into right there. And then the next, the next, the seventh, seventh benefit is great confidence in God. You are now confident. You are conf- You have this assurance that God cannot fail. God has not. God will not fail. You see, people of the world, they don't understand it. They can't tell. They can't comprehend why we have so much belief in God. They can. They cannot. They cannot fully understand why we have so much belief in God. They can't comprehend it. They can't understand it. But as as a believer, as a Christian, there is that confidence that builds up in your inside. That assurance. You are sure. That heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word must surely come to pass. You are sure that come what may, what God has said must happen. You are sure that God will never fail you. You are sure. You are certain. You are certain in your heart that this is what God has said and he will do as he has spoken. You are sure in your heart. These are the benefits that call working in the spirit. You have that assurance in 2022. There is that assurance that will build up in you that God will not fail you. Shout amen. He's not going to fail you. He won't start now. He didn't fail those of the old. He won't start from you. He will not start from you. That assurance builds up in you, in your heart, that God is good all the time. You have that great confidence. And then number eight, our body becomes his temple. Your body becomes sacred. The moment you become a believer, these are the benefits. Your body becomes sacred. You become the temple of the Holy Ghost. So God now lives in you. He doesn't live in a building. building. As I mentioned this some time ago. That Yes, we have fantastic edifices we've built as a church auditorium. But you see, God doesn't live in those buildings. As uh, any the, the God God's presence, there is no difference for God's presence in a via palo. I tell you the truth. God's presence on any altar you pour 10, 10 liters of oil on is no different from God's presence where there is a shrine. You may say I'm a blasphemer, but I'm not. I'm telling you the truth. God's, God is everywhere. God is not more in a building that you build in the name of a church as he is more in a chalice. The, the proportion of God's presence is a challenge is a challenge is equal to the proportion of God's presence in a, an auditorium well decorated with gold um, called the church. That's why you can go to a challenge and pray for people and they will experience God's presence. God will visit them there. And you can also go to a church building and God will visit them there. The only problem is that people believe that God is more in this place because it is called a church. But I tell you, if you equate the proportion of God's presence in the whole world, it is the same everywhere, including in a mosque and um, in, in a shrine and in, in, in Buddha shrine or in um, St. Peter's Basilica or in the biggest Pentecostal auditorium or in a charismatic church or in, um, in, in a Baptist, the biggest Baptist church in the globe. 
anywhere of uh, St. Peter's Cathedral, anywhere you will mention, God's presence is even when, when LGBT gather, when God's scientists gather, or in the moon, God's presence is equally everywhere. But you see, God does not do well in those places. They only fuel his presence. Including that building, God does not do well there. The only time God steps in in person is when you enter that building. President of Jesus, because you are a carrier of the power of God, the presence of God, of God Himself. You carry God, not just His presence, you carry God in your inside. Your body is His temple. So it is when two or three or ten or a hundred or a thousand of us or a million of us gather in this building, either physically or virtually, then we carry God there. So God's presence, the proportion increases. That's why when there is communal worship, you now feel the presence of God. You see, someone can enter into any building and, and steal. Uh, and then it is when we now come in as the church of God and then we'll make declarations, things will happen to those people. Praise the name of Jesus. They just carried a, a keyboard. But if we don't say anything, nothing will happen. So the presence of God that increases is where we gather. So wherever, if we, two or three of us, gather in a chalice to God is there as long as we gather there in his name. He's there because we carry him. Praise God. We carry him. We carry God into the place. So when we gather in Buddha shrine, God is there. If we gather in St. Peter's Basilica, God himself has entered. If you meet on Facebook, God has entered. If we meet in virtual reality, which we're going to start very soon, God has entered. Wherever we can, so we are carriers of his presence. So it is when we step out. You don't need to be in a building to see the power move. God moves everywhere because we carry his presence and we move God there. You see, when we were talking about God has moved, these are the things you need to understand. God has moved beyond, beyond the building. He moved 2,000 years ago from the building. He left when the, 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 the rope that covers that, that covers the Ark of Covenant, where God was, the Holy Ghost was inside in front of people, when he tore up, down, the Holy Ghost left there. And he's no more there. God is no more there. God is now in you on the day of Pentecost. When Jesus Christ, not even on the day of Pentecost, when Jesus Christ said to receive the Holy Ghost and the breath of the disciples before the day of Pentecost, God entered into them and God now lives in them. That was before Jesus left there. The Holy Ghost stepped in and he began to dwell. And he's still here. And the moment you give your life to Christ, he enters in you. Praise the name of Jesus. And then, so you know this, you are a carrier of the presence of God. It is you that makes God's presence thick wherever you enter. So if you enter that club, know that you're carrying God's presence there. Don't go and do nonsense. <laughs> Your body is his temple. Don't go and do nonsense. And wherever no anybody look at you, uh, let them know. They will know. They will know that you are a carrier of the power of God. And then number nine is the word of God becomes clearer to you. It becomes life. It becomes easier. You begin to understand it better. The Lord of God becomes easy to you. 
because now you have God in you. So he, uh, the Bible says you will bring to remembrance all things and then he will teach you all things. He makes it easier for you to comprehend the word of God. The Bible says no one has to go, but the one who has gone up to heaven and is back, he has come to make him known to us. Now he's doing that through his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the Holy Ghost in you. So he makes the word of God easy. Easy to understand. And then the third one, the last but not the least, life becomes simple. Very simple. No more struggles. This year you won't struggle. This is the year of the Holy Ghost. You cannot struggle because you have the Holy Spirit in you. So no more struggle. So life becomes easy for you. Life becomes easy for you. You don't struggle anymore. You can't struggle anymore. Things are easier. They are easier for you. Life without struggles. But when is we're going to uh, now begin to consider walking in the Spirit? These are the benefits of walking in the Spirit. When is we're going to be looking at walking in the Spirit? Remember, you can follow or follow follow me at social media at PSCalibrio on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can watch the services on Twitter at PSCalibrio. And you can follow us also on at this Spring Live on social media and at Calibrio TV. If you go to YouTube, search for Calibrio TV, you'll be able to subscribe and watch all of our services and also um, this Spring Live on Facebook and uh, um, my Facebook um, channel, Caleb Leo, you will also be able to follow us and see what the Lord is doing and will do in your life. I want to pray for you. This week, you are blessed. Whatever you lay your hands on to do will be with blessed. Your hand is blessed. God is taking you to places I dreamed of. He is increasing you. You are excelling everywhere you go to. The hand of the Lord will rest mightily upon you this season. In the name of Jesus, the glory of the Lord will rest upon you. His power will be upon you. His glory will be upon you in Jesus' mighty name. Now, if you want to comment here, please comment appropriately and um, overlook any comments that does not um, align with what we are saying. So that people don't take advantage of what God is doing in the house. See you on Wednesday by 12 noon. God bless you richly. You shall not die. You will live to declare the goodness of the Lord in this year, 2022, and several more years to come. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Shalom.